Hey everyone, before we get started, a quick message from James and I. We ask that listeners of the Hide and Seek podcast respect this process and not seek to make contact with participants and those cooperating with the podcast and law enforcement. This includes Brittany's family, land and property owners, as well as professionals. As always, thanks for listening. The views and opinions expressed in the Hide and Seek podcast are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the views, positions, or opinions of the host or contributors. Hey everyone, this is Sarah. Most of you know me from the Hide and Seek podcast discussion group on Facebook. Do you enjoy the Hide and Seek podcast? Would you like to show your support? Head over to Apple iTunes, leave us a five-star review, and follow us so you never miss an episode. You can interact with us as well as share your thoughts, ideas, and theories on this season's episodes by joining the Hide and Seek Podcast Discussion Group. Find us by searching Hide and Seek Podcast Discussion Group on Facebook. The following podcast may contain strong language and is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Sweet dreams are made of this. 24-Hour News Dave's Brady Gillum went to Sturgis tonight to speak with the missing woman's mother about what may have happened to her daughter. I can tell you where she most likely is. I hadn't seen anybody that I felt comfortable saying anything to until today. The stories they tell are pretty fu- They're pretty freaking gruesome. I kept all the text messages, Facebook messages, the messages between me and Brittany. I have all of them. I have everything. I told him, I said, I'll kill all them motherfuckers. And I was going to have my people fucking take care of it. I'll just say Brittany's name out of nowhere just to see what somebody says. Because this little town around here would be hard to hide something like that. Because eventually everything comes out. To me, some days I don't believe anything happened to her. I think she just left. This is Hide and Seek, Season 3. I'm your host, James Basinger. Hey guys, in our last episode, you heard about our travel to Sturgis in February of 2022. You heard from a PI we refer to as Jim Rockford, who worked with Ashley from May of 2019 to July of 2019. You heard my interview with him, but you also heard the most important pieces of his conversations with Ashley. The conversations we shared with you came from nearly a 500-page transcript that Ashley provided. You heard Ashley share with Rockford that she believes she has a phone that belonged to Brittany. She says Eric S. gave her this phone in December of 2018. You listened as Ashley attempted to sell all of her information, including access to Brittany's accounts, to Rockford for $1,000. You may have been just as shocked as I was to hear Ashley tell Rockford that Brittany isn't coming home because there's no body. Ashley admits to Rockford 
that she was the one in Britney's Facebook account from July 7th through July 9th. We hear Rockford tell me he recalls Eric S. asking him to meet in the middle of the night. Later in the episode, we hear Ashley tell Rockford that when he spoke with Eric S., most of the messages were actually her, not Eric. Ashley goes on to admit to taking over accounts belonging to Eric, Pocket, her friend Larry, and she even attempted to convince Rockford to send Jessica an email containing a link that, when clicked, would send Jessica's account login information to Ashley. This transcript became more significant than I believe Ashley ever thought it would be. It gave us the ability to hold her feet to the fire, to make her accountable for the things she said. Let's rewind a bit and set the scene. Ethan and I arrived to the Airbnb. It's freezing outside, and the cold wind coming off of the lake rolls over my shoulders like a tidal wave. As I'm lugging my shit inside the house, I thought to myself, hope this frigid greeting isn't an indication of how this trip is going to go. While I'm unpacking, Ethan is setting up equipment. I can hear text messages coming in. It's late. I'm exhausted and I contemplate answering. The Airbnb is a modern farmhouse with an open floor plan. There's large picture windows that host an awesome view of the lake that sits less than 100 feet away from the sliding door off the kitchen. There's a fireplace just off the kitchen that'll make a great backdrop for filming. I decide... I might as well check out the text messages I hear rolling in like a stampede of cattle. Looking down the list of numbers, most of them can wait. But there's one that catches my eye. It's Kim. Remember, Kim's name was brought up by Cage. Part of Ethan's work includes being able to read the room and to know when something that has potential may be happening. He's pretty good at it too. He grabs his camera and records the exchange of messages between Kim and I. What is it? It's a court. It looks like it's a <clears throat> skeletal remains. I can't tell what it is. But she said she took this picture last year. It is, it's in the woods in, right behind the so-called crash spot. Kim tells me she found remains not too far from the crash site last year when she was searching and reported them to law enforcement. She says they didn't do anything. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. But the answer may lie in the case file. What the heck? Hmm? Like, what the heck? It's weird. It's times like these that Ethan didn't realize what he signed up for. So how about we, how about we do Kim and then I'll plan for Valerie afterwards. Valerie is the girl that apparently Kim used the debit card two or three days after she was missing. And then, but also not only is the debit card at Valerie's house, but so is her cell phone. I was told that by Cage. Whose cell phone? 
Britney's. At Britney's cell phone and debit card are at Valerie's house. Okay. Hey, planning on Kim tomorrow. Kim. Ethan and I call it a night, and I head to bed for a few hours of tossing and turning. It's 12 degrees. That's the temperature at 6 a.m. when my alarm goes off. I can see clouds rolling across the lake from my bedroom window. Coffee. I smell coffee. My nose leads me to the kitchen where Ethan is brewing a fresh pot. Deja vu sets in. This seems eerily familiar to our last trip, minus the burned bacon. I grab a cup of coffee and see so Ethan and I can figure out a plan for the day. Kim has to be in court this morning, so I hold off on texting her for a bit. Ethan and I pack up what we need for the day and make our way to a charging station for the rental car. I shoot a text off to Kim at 8.08 a.m., a simple, hey. Kim responds at 8.11 a.m., hey. Time is of the essence here, so I call her. It seems a lot easier than texting, and I need to get the day started early. I only have so much time. Please leave your message for Jimmy. Hey Kim, uh, this is James Basinger giving you a call. Um, we're supposed to link up this morning. Give me a call back when you get a second. It's 11-11 uh, right now. This is my cell. It's about nine. So I send another text. Hey, I just called you. We're loaded up. You free? 15 minutes roll by. No response. I text again. You there? Eight hours ago, she was on board, willing to meet, had some info, and now, ghost. So I move on to plan B, and we head into Sturgis to meet with Jessica. Now, before we left for Michigan, at my request, I asked Sarah to set me up with the polygrapher. His call comes while we're on our way to meet Jessica. About an hour and a half to two hours a piece. Yes. Okay. Um, so can we start? Can I have you at at, at, our, at my location at ten thirty? Is that too early or, or is that too late? No, that's fine. I can I can do that. Okay. Um, so the first girl that's going to be coming in that I'm going to be interviewing, she uh, she's the one who doesn't know I'm going to be asking this of her. And so, if she's willing, of course, is there anything that goes on to uh, screening them as far as drugs, if they've taken any or... No, there's not. Okay. I mean, I'll pick it up in the charts if they're taking it on something, but I go through a screening process where I ask them. Yeah. But there's nothing that really... I don't have any actual hands-on test other than the right. polygraph exam itself. Okay. And is setting that up, setting your equipment up pretty... pretty 
Yeah, probably 15 minutes or so or less. Okay. All right, that sounds good. Um, and then you have my address on where, where we're located, correct? What you put, yeah, what you put on the request. Okay. Yep, that sounds good. So 10.30 at, at that location tomorrow, then the second interview or the second polygraph is as soon as I tell her to get there, she'll be there. Okay, that sounds good. Okay, awesome. I appreciate it. All right, thank you. Uh, bye. Bye. That's exciting. I've never paid for a polygraph examination before, but I'm willing to go to this length to settle some things between Jessica and Ashley. You've heard Ashley say many times, that she's not opposed to being scrutinized and you heard Jessica make a request for us to arrange a polygraph for her in the last episode. She's eager to prove herself. So, this seems like a reasonable use of my funds and of our time. After all, these two women have been hurling accusations at one another like two dodgeball champs. Arriving to the coffee shop, we pick a space to set up for Jessica's interview. She hasn't arrived yet, but she made a point of getting a vehicle for the duration of my stay so she can be available when needed. I'm appreciative of the effort she puts in. I haven't seen Jessica in seven months, but it feels like just yesterday that we were sitting at her campsite for one of her first interviews. When she arrives, I buy a couple cups of coffee and we sit down at a small round table near one of the front windows. The coffee shop is pretty quiet, but again, it's still early. I jump right into things with her as soon as we sit down. So then, that's why I question if she had money. She, oh, listen, she bounced around, job, 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 job. Yeah. But she always had one. Always. There wasn't, I mean, listen, that year that she went missing, I, I got so many W2s back. I changed her address over there to Bronson to make sure I, that all her mail was getting, you know, and I could take care of whatever I could take care of as far as calling people and let them know. I got, like, I had so many W2s come, come back to that address. It was not even funny. I'm like, whoa. Okay. I think if I really want to check. If it's it. not money for her, if it's not, if it's not money, what she else thinks, is it? I think that, I think Pockets is telling, maybe telling the truth about him, her, her thinking that he was people with Pockets. That's what I think. Okay. okay. Pockets told me this. The night before, she went missing. She calls him bawling, hysterical. Who's she? Britt Brittany. Brit, okay. She says... I need you to come get me. They're, they're going to kill me. He, she was with Ashley and Eric. Ashley took the phone, said she'll be just fine, and hung the phone up. Was it straight from pockets? Yes, it was. And Brandon hurt too. Two weeks prior to that, Brittany did the same thing. He doesn't know who she was with exactly then. But she calls Pocket again. Why is Brittany calling Pocket? Like, what's the relationship? Pocket said they just became, you know, good friends. He said he was not sleeping with her, but Ashley thought that they were. And because Ashley and Pockets had had a thing going, but then by this time, Ashley was sleeping with Eric Shane. Okay, so if this happened two weeks prior, that Brittany saying like, they're going to kill me, this interaction happens between Pocket and Brittany on a phone call. Like, no one. 
like if Britney doesn't report it, Britney doesn't go to anybody about it, Britney doesn't say anything to anybody, but I, I, the first part of the pocket says the day before she went missing that, that this happens. And she was prior to that. Why would Britney still... I don't know. Like, why, would, why, why, why would Britney still talk to them? Why would <sighs> hang around? I know because they're... Eric's around. I don't care how... I, I do not like Eric. I've never liked Eric. We don't get along. Never have gotten along. Yeah. Never. I don't like him because he's always had his cell thumb on it. And he, he's pushed her around when she's pregnant. And, yeah. You know, and like... But... Brittany, for all these years, she never divorced him. She, she had the paperwork ready. She was going to, but she never did it. And she stayed with him. I think she liked that whole title, you know, mm-hmm. and I do. And she loved Eric, you know. Sure. But I think that more so. And Brittany's not one that, that's why we knew that Brittany was an actually like, you know, just like a runaway or something, you know, and disappear like the cops like, maybe she just took No, she didn't, because she's not. She can't live by herself, you know. Mm-hmm. She's got to have somebody, you know, like, you know, helping her out, mm-hmm. you know, giving her the confidence. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. yeah. And, and Eric was that to her for security. Here's the only thing about Ashley and Eric. One thing I've been contemplating is in looking at her Facebook posts and unfriending and and, and her calls. And based on what Ashley's testimony has been. I know that she's lied to me once about the last time that she saw Britney. I know it for a fact. Because um, I have all the messages she sent. We're listening to the interview with Ashley the first time we met her. And she says to me, last time she saw Britt was when she went to Walmart. Because Britney needed headlight. a Walmart. Ashley needed a headlight. Ashley needed a headlight, but she said Britney called her and said, I wanted to, she wanted to come by. To see her house. First thing is, she's already seen her house because she lives there, and that Brittany initially wanted to go by the house because Eric was there. Ashley was like, "No, I'll meet you at Walmart," and she's adamant about meeting her at Walmart. So they get to Walmart, and she's saying all this is happening on the twenty seventh. She tells me on the twenty third. That's a big difference between not knowing when your friend goes missing or not and one last time you saw my understanding, it was the 29th. I'm trying to understand why did Ashley meet Brittany at Walmart? Why did Brittany want to go to Walmart? Because she didn't buy it at Walmart. That's weird. Unless she had to pull money off her. She had a Walmart money card. Or she, or she had a Walmart card. Like, I... I What's that? Uh, a credit card. Okay. Um... I seen. I mean, I seen the paperwork for the card. She um, had that and all that stuff that I uh, paperwork I had gotten that that was there. So she might have went to pull money off that card, possibly because it would be free if you pull it off from Walmart. It'd be a free transaction instead of doing it at a random ATM. So you think for maybe she pulled money off the card? Probably. Makes sense. That would be my that would be my guess on that. So Ashley says Brittany heads over to her house. This is the 27th that morning. She did not at the time with Sheldon's cards. Now she does. Here's the problem with that. If that happened on the 23rd, okay, I can give you that. But if you didn't know it's only to happen on the 27th, and you already knew she would date Sheldon on the 24th. Like, how do you not know, like, like for her to be like, I don't, I didn't know that Sheldon's about the time she's contradictory herself twice there. 
So I, I've been trying to understand this relationship between Aaron, Brittany, and Ashley. So from your, from what you know, were Brittany and Eric trying to rekindle their relationship? And if so, when did that start? And when did it end? <laughs> Always. Yeah. And I don't think it ever really stopped. Like I said, Eric, Eric, Eric was a security blanket for her. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like he, it, it was, it was money. You know, mm-hmm. it was the kids. It was what they had been through already. You know. I mean, they they gave those kids together. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's a big, that's a big step. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They had that bus together. They <clears throat> went through a lot, and I don't think she could just let him go like that. You know, mm-hmm. plus she liked the title. You know, of being his wife and. I think that um, now I will say this: that night, that Eric, that I took those that, those notebooks to the police station. When I come back into town, I had Eric on the phone. I had him meet me. He comes to my car, and he's I mean, he's and he's like, man, Brittany and I were trying to work things out. You know, we, we were we were really trying to work things out. This is the night. This the, the the same night after you dropped the notebooks off to the police station. That I came back into town and I had Eric on the phone. I said, "Meet me. You know, I want to talk to you." He showed up with Ashley. Yeah, she sat in the vehicle. Where were you? In your vehicle? And he gets in your vehicle? No, he just stepped. He come up to my window. And when he's looking at me, he's telling me. Yeah. And when Brittany were working things out, I remember thinking to myself. Something's not right. Or. I really thought like you killed my daughter. I, I felt like that. After, I didn't know then that I had done my own divorce. Okay, I had paper. I had paper. Brittany said, "Mom, how did you, you know? How do you do that? I'm not going to do that." So I, I printed out some papers for her. <clears throat> I gave them to her. This was like, a couple years prior. Okay, I gave them to her. She never touched them. They were filled out. They were 100. Yeah. percent if, if if Eric has any involved, why would Eric? Because she's already she's already dated Cage, she's already dated Sheldon now, she's talking to Zach. I mean, why why would Eric now have this issue? Really kind of put Eric through some shit. She really did. Because you're, I'm trying to like again, I'm trying to understand because Eric didn't get out of jail until November 11th or 12th of November. And he ended up right back in jail in the probation center afterwards too. So from November 11th to November 30th. When she was missing. That's the time frame that apparently Ashley, I'm sorry, Brittany was over constantly at Ashley's house with Eric. Was between those because she's already at Sheldon's by the 23rd, 24th. So from the 11th to the 23rd, 24th, that's 12 days that she was constantly over at Ashley's. Like I don't understand because you told me from what Ashley said that he they had been there all the time. And it was an ongoing thing. And so I'm like, wait a second, Eric just got out of jail, so how could that be true? Well, yeah, but Brittany, okay, so Brittany and Sheldon, they, that, that was an on and off thing so, for so long. Okay, so, yeah. and you know the situation with yeah. that, what that was going on there. So, Brittany didn't really want to be at Sheldon's anyways, but I could see her, like, going over to Ashley's yeah. lap, but it was just a Sheldon's, yeah, yeah, you know, get away from Sheldon's. Timing of, of from what how Ashley's painting the relationship between Eric and Brittany doesn't seem to make sense though. She went from dating Cage. She left Cage. Her and Cage broke up for the day. And, he, and then he paid herself all bill, but they, he said he was in Florida when he paid it. He said he moved down with a friend in Florida. That's when he also met the nurse and was down there. 
I believe him. I don't think he, I really, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, you think you don't recognize he would have a face tattoo. I mean, he said he's down to four. He's, he doesn't have any fear or concern. No, he doesn't. He said he's going to call me tomorrow. And I talked to the kids and the boys, and they were like, I know what he would look like. He was talking to if he would have talked to us. Yeah, yeah, he would have. And he was like, so I don't think that was, that wasn't him. I've seen that guy before. So I don't think it has anything to do with it, but, I'm, but he's telling me, I'm trying to understand the timing of their breakup. Yes, we did talk, we chatted, we texted. Yes, I did make a pass at Ashley, and that all, but nothing ever happened. What Brenda just told me is she she was trying to do his ass. She moved to Shelton's. She's trying to, and she was, she was like, Brenda said she was on those care packages, she was on his, you know, she, she was forking out that money to take care of it. She said every month she, she took care of it. Brenda but September, October, November, in September, October, Eric's in jail. So he's not who she's with. Even if they're messaging on JPEGs, they're not together. Same thing with Zach. She, she's messaging on JPEGs, but they're not. Like, yeah, they even said they were dating. Kim, 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 Kimberly, Kim. What's her deal? Like, like, she's not. Like, she, she was supposed to meet me this morning. She, JJ's baby mama. You know that? Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't know that for the longest time. Too. I was like, what? Valerie's ex best friend. Dated Cage over this, like, like, maybe a year ago now. You see that thing that they posted? I think they posted recently, or not too long ago, the voicemail, or the voicemail of the guy leaving you a voice message saying. Yes. Do you remember I asked you about that? Yes, I do. And so I was kind of prepared for it. For it. So it was like, so when Ashley, I, I, I messaged Ashley and I was like, is that, actually, his name is Leonard Led- Ledford. You know, I said, and I told her exactly what was. As a matter of fact, why don't you call Branch County? Uh, Branch County, because they'll have the report on it from when I follow the report on him. So you might want to check there. Oh, well, thanks for his name. No problem. Here's another one. The other guy that I had fired up with there. You sent so. that to Hell yeah. Ashley? Yeah. Right she on my messenger. Huh? She responded? Yeah. I haven't watched it. Let me see it. Yes, I did. This girl, something else. Like, why else? Like, I just don't get it. Like, why else would she be so high? Unless she is that big of an attention seeker. Like, And... You gotta give me a heads up on who, who you do not have good relationship with, who you're good, you're good with, if it's gonna be good, you know, who, who you're not gonna, who it's gonna ruffle feathers if you do come, yeah, let me know. Oh, I know, before, yeah, beforehand I will always let you know. Yeah, I already know Eric, Eric Chang. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind Eric Chang, he doesn't. Um, one thing that I'm not gonna do, my kid is missing James, and I'm not gonna lie about not one single thing, because it's not gonna find her. So that's why I just was like, blah, 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 blah. I'm not gonna do it. Because so many people have so many, so many lies during this whole thing, man. It's just like, it's, it's the worst possible thing in the whole world. Even that little bitty, you know, like, you know, that telephone game, you know, like, it, that's that's exactly what happened here. And it's, it's cruel. I've been very adamant. I noticed in the beginning, like, I would, anytime anybody was saying something, something about her being tied to a tree or whatever, I got right on Facebook and was like, blah, 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 blah. And that worked for me. And now, and I, I don't do that anymore. I found out you actually have, you haven't actually gotten anyone to believe your claims that I did it. You have blackmailed them into deciding. Who, who's saying blackmail? I don't know a clue. I thought I wanted the same thing. I'm like, who's going So here's. Listen, not one time have I accused her. I, I've not actually said that she's done anything. Not one time have Brandon and I threatened her. 
as a matter of fact, we steer clear of her because I know what that girl's capable of. She's too smart for her own good, and she is capable of having some people up if the wrong people get a hold of it. You know what I'm saying? And take it just like that. You know, what, what did you what did you call me up with the other that one? What you asked me about? Is this me or is this Ashley? You know, that can be taken out of content. You know what I'm saying? She's good at that, and that's why I have to be careful. That's why I don't say a lot to her. It's best to leave that alone. You know, like she. She, for the first time, I actually shut my mouth, <laughs> and, and I, I, I'm glad that I did that because she, she very, she's very herself, you know. Um, Ashley, Ashley said to me that someone accessed her accounts, Britney's accounts, Facebook accounts, three days before she did. I looked at the, and she's claimed that you even were one that accessed the accounts. I can't get her account. Have you ever logged into Britney's Facebook accounts ever? I can't. I could not even. I, when I never you got the passwords, you didn't try Never that. even tried. I gave them straight to the police because I really thought this they is would what find you do. her. I thought they'd find her. Like, it's, everything was right there. Were they books or only papers? Like, what were they? No, they were in a book, in the, in the, in the, in the, in the paper. In the, How many binders? Two binders? They weren't binders. They're like those itty ruled notebooks, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two of them. Yeah, yeah. Like and, the, and, the, and they were pages of, of, of nothing but that. Were they pages, were the pages basically ripped out or are they all connected? All connected. So you take that down Dated. to the police station. Saint Every bit of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they still have them. And then that night, you also, after giving the books to, or the binders, or the notebooks to St. Joe's, you meet Eric. Where at? Um, right down by Brit- Brittany's old apartment on uh, Park Street, like mm-hmm. the corner of Park. When, uh, and when you went there, police went there. Where? At Sheldon's, like cops went there. Okay. It was, and, and it was dark. Out. When you meet Eric out here, wherever, by Brittany's apartment, do you remember what time it was? Uh, it was right after the police station. And it was dark. I mean, I just know it was dark. I was at the police station for a couple hours. Because mm-hmm. that cop would show up there for like a long time. And then, so by the time I got to talk to him, it was probably two hours. I was at the police station. So I'm guessing around eight o'clock, I got done. I probably got there about six, and I left it around eight. I, I can double check on that time, too. But um, right after that, I called Eric on the way in, and, and then he met me. And Ashley stayed in her vehicle. They were driving? Her SUV. Her SUV, which one? Her old one. It was like a, um, it was a navy blue um, Durango, maybe. Yeah, I think it was Durango. Yeah. Okay. Whatever happened to that car? I don't know. Jessica tells me that she had given Brittany divorce paperwork previous to her disappearance. According to Jessica, Brittany held on to it for some time and hadn't filled it out until just prior to November 30th. She tells me she can't help but wonder if this may have been the catalyst to the vanishing of her daughter. Jessica goes on to explain that on the night she turned in Brittany's notebooks to the sheriff's department, she asked Eric S. to meet her on her way back. According to her, Ashley and Eric both arrived to meet up with her, but only Eric gets out of the vehicle. You hear her say he comes to her car window and immediately starts to explain that Brittany and he were attempting to work things out. She says he appears to be strung out and repeats that they were working things out more than once. Why would his first words to Jessica be, 
about working things out with Brittany when just days prior, Brittany announced on Facebook that she was back with Sheldon. While we're on the subject of notebooks, Jessica explains that she's never accessed or even attempted to access Brittany's social media accounts. When Sarah and I made notes about what we still needed answers for, one of the questions on this list was for Jessica. We wanted to know more about the voice messages left for her by a man she calls Leonard. Jessica explains to me that when she heard Ashley making wild claims about the voice message, she sent a text to Ashley telling her who it was and if she wanted to, she can contact Branch County and request the police report she filed about these voice messages. Jessica touches on a couple subjects that stick out to me. When she tells me about Eric and Ashley meeting her after dropping off Brittany's notebooks with the Sheriff's Department, I'm surprised to hear that Ashley doesn't get out of the vehicle. If I had disappeared, I would certainly hope that my friend would exit the vehicle and address my mother, no matter how he felt about her, especially if he had never met her before. Another question I have is why didn't Eric or Ashley take this opportunity to approach Jessica with the passwords they had obtained the night before? And I suppose my last question about this interaction would center around a comment made by Eric S. on Facebook. He says in response to a commenter, It wasn't my car. I didn't have a car at the time because I was just released from jail no more than 30 days before this all happened. Eric was released on November 11th, 2018, and Brittany posted her relationship with Sheldon on November 23rd. So I guess I'll ask. Eric, how long had you two actually been working on things? Now on Netflix, inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman, comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. It seems like a good time to wrap things up at the coffee shop. It's getting busier as the morning goes on. So we take off with Jessica and head towards Valerie's house. It's 20 minutes away. While I'm driving, Jessica is riding shotgun and Ethan is video recording from the back seat. Jessica is sharing different pieces of information in between conversations. My mind wanders to everything we have to get done the rest of the week. Kim still hasn't returned my call or text messages. And frankly, I'm frustrated. I've traveled halfway across the country on my dime 
with a videographer to help. Don't feed me your words if you aren't going to show me your actions. Pulling up to Valerie's, the sun is out. It feels a little warmer, and I'm hopeful Valerie is ready to share what she has. I've talked to Valerie and her boyfriend, Chet, on video, on video chat several times, so this feels more like a meeting up with friends I haven't seen for a while. Valerie and Chet let us in with a warm welcome. Jessica already know one another and they greet each other with a hug. We enter from outside into the living room. Valerie offers us something to drink. We take a seat on the couch. Valerie sits in her recliner next to the couch and Chet sits on a chair across from us. He's a stocky guy with a shaved head. He looks like he can handle himself in a barroom brawl. Valerie has a kind smile. She seems a little nervous, but she quickly relaxes. Before I know it, we're off and running, with Valerie leading the charge. Can you clap for me real quick? Or... Thank you. Um... <laughs> Okay. Tuesday, and we are at who's, who's house? Valerie Mettler. Okay. And Valerie, we've talked before on the phone about your involvement with Brittany's case. And just to to start from here as we go forward, you, had you ever met Brittany before? No. Once at her job, but I didn't know it was her until after I contacted Jess and we put two and two together that. Oh, that was her daughter. Oh. Before that, no, I have no clue who she was. No idea. Okay. And how did you become involved? Like, what got you started to help out? Because you have a lot of information. Yeah. Um, I really don't want to say exactly how I got involved. Um, it had to do with the gas video. Hmm. Um, so is that what... I picked apart the gas video. Okay. Um... But that's how, that's what that's, got you started. That's what got me started. And then when Jess and I spoke, found out that Brittany and who my kids, my son's with right now, both had the same CPS, uh, foster care. Hmm. Um, I've been going through a lot. Uh, I wanted to see if anything was connected there with the corruption that was going on and the trafficking and basically it just led from there. Okay. Now at this point, before you had known about the case and you, you actively kind of started your own investigation, right? 
Had you known any of the characters involved that after you investigated, so for example, I still don't know them all. You do know, but you know Ashley. Yep. Right. So she's lived here before. Yep. Did she live here before or after we're missing? After. Okay. So did you know her before? Nope. And you got to know her through your own investigation. Eventually, made contact. Or right. Um, Chris. Uh, correct me. Yep. Yep. Okay. That's who introduced me to her. Mm -hmm. um, Chet and I went to a bolt. What was it, Chet? Pool. Pool league, wasn't it? Yeah. Went over to Born a pool on. league and met her, and that's where she first told me her side of the story, what she thought happened, and. We actually became friends. Uh -huh. um, and I found out some things that she was lying about. And Do you remember exactly what those were? or were, Was it multiple or is it anything specific that stuck out to you in a way where... Her name. Okay. Her name. Um, she sent me a full file of a, an investigator that I guess was investigating. I, I didn't even know he was investigating. Um... I read through it, and something caught my eye on where she said, "This per I miss this person. And she sent a profile picture. Well, that profile picture wasn't named Ashley. I'd done some digging. Um, I couldn't find Ashley at first. I found out then she was married. Um... That's, what, that's actually why she got kicked out of my house, because she was lying about it, and I have it in black and white of what she said. <laughs> How long did she live here for? How long was she here? Huh? About a month. About a month, month and a half. Yeah. Do you know she, got, she got herself in a little bit of trouble, so she had to go. Do you remember what time her, what time of the year it was? It was 2019? Mm, no. It was... Look at the police report. Did Eric Shank ever come over here with her? No. No. Eric Shank has been here. What was he, sir? Um, well, twice, actually. I, I wanted to speak to him face to face because it's hard to judge somebody mm -hmm. on the phone. Um, he tried help, He helped me with a couple things that I had questions about that I had no clue. Mm -hmm. um, he also helped me with phone numbers on the account, uh, sorting out whose was who. Was when, he cooperative? Like, is yes, he very, very helpful? Yeah. Yep. Okay. And when he came over, when, how long ago, how long after has it been since Brittany went missing? Oh, it was over a year. Yeah, it was over almost a year. Were you here for that as well? Yeah. yeah. And I, I'm willing to give you all, everything that I have. Yeah. And you my can face. take and download my, I don't care, uh, to help Jess. Brit. Right. Bring right. Brett home. Right. Some, just something. Answers. Yeah. So, something. Yeah. I just like the fact she was. She'd be bombed one second, and then everything's fine. Next oh yeah, time. Ashley. Yeah. Instantly. I mean, did did it? I was like, yeah. something's not right, Val. She was, man, going off the wall, going uh, places where she shouldn't have been. Mm -hmm. You know, and asking, talking to people, and making accusations on people, and, and about things about that really shouldn't be, you know, barking up the wrong tree mm -hmm. and uh, pointing fingers a lot, you know, and, you know, I told her, you got to be careful doing that because you can get somebody seriously hurt or yeah. in trouble right. for something they didn't have anything to do with. Right, right. You know, and I don't, I don't, I don't, and actually, I actually started yelling at her, I think. 
is when when she got kicked out of here. She had been here for about a month. Mm -hmm. So April twenty or April second, twenty twenty, she gets kicked out. Yep. Mm -hmm. Did uh, did she take anything that she wasn't supposed to? That you guys remember? Anything? Uh, there's been people's came in here and just okay. takes what I I can't okay. confirm that. Okay. <laughs> we got told we're not halfway house. Yeah. Okay. So I try to help everybody. Mm. <laughs> There was pictures that I had found in um, Eric's Google account. Do you know that Ashley got Eric's Google account? I have my That's best That's how guess. I got it. How did you get it? From Ashley. Okay, but you don't know how Ashley got it? Like, yeah, she, she obviously got it from being accessing, but how did she gain access? She's very good. With she's very good with computers. See, is she, like, so she's explaining how she does what she does. Right, she's explaining to me how she's done it, but for the most part, it sounds like somebody has at some point given her access to she this steals account. People's accounts. And she takes them. Right, right, right. But so here's what I see. Okay, on her laptop, she had over 200 people's names, mm -hmm. social security numbers, and birth dates, mm -hmm. address. Why would you have that on your computer for one? None were hers. Two, over 200. I'm not even exaggerating. Mm -hmm. Ashley would go to houses and stuff, and I guarantee you she'd dig through trash, mm -hmm. pull out bills, paperwork, anything like that, and then all you gotta do is punch it in. Yeah. And that's another reason why, I mean, that's kind of shady shit. Yeah. I mean, right. I'm, I'm sorry, but I just don't. My opinion is that it's all bullshit. Her being friends and this and that is all bullshit. I can't find one picture That's of what I think. Britney. That's just my opinion. The conversation begins with Chet and Valerie telling us how she got involved. Valerie says she doesn't want to say exactly how she got involved, but says the gas theft video was something that interested her. She also mentions that her children were in the same foster home as Brittany's children. Valerie and Chet both seem very willing to share what they have, handing me their phones and even hooking up an old TV so we could try to view old videos. I'd give them an A for effort. They seem sincere. I asked Val if she knew any of those involved in the case prior to Brittany disappearing. Val says she didn't know any of these people prior and had met Brittany at her job once. But until speaking to Jessica after Brittany disappeared, she had no idea it was actually Brittany she had met. I asked Valerie about Eric S. She says he'd come over in 2019 to help her identify phone numbers and even says he was quite helpful and fully cooperated with her. It makes me wonder why. It makes me wonder though, why won't he cooperate today? I was surprised to hear that Ashley had actually lived with Valerie and Chet for a period of about a month. Chet describes what it was like to have her there and his impressions of her. He says, Ashley was off the wall. He tells us that she cried easily and he was concerned she would cause trouble for him and Valerie with her constant finger pointing. You know what they say? When you point your finger at someone, three fingers 
are pointing back at you. But whose house is it? Um, I don't know. I never, I never did find out. Why do you think he's saying that? Like, why do you think he's saying? Something about the black hole. The black hole, it's uh, the deepest part of the river. But why is he think there, though? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I want to see any proof of my friend. The pin spot is called the black hole because it goes from 3 feet to 20 feet with no warning. Told to go there is where she was supposed to be, but they couldn't get there. This is a bit, I mean, it's actually north of the energy you gave. When you go into Baroque, and he's talking right behind that house is where he's talking. Where is he getting this information from? Um, He said one of his friends... I'm gonna send you a pig in the garden, like my friend. The pinned. Um, but I've heard a lot. I've heard a lot of shit. Right. Like so. That's that's my thing. Is is what is it that that led us to the black hole, and which is we why we were just brainstorming at yeah. like where needs to be okay. checked, where okay. should be checked, gotcha. where people saying that she's at, where gotcha. someone here. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so it's, for somebody, it doesn't matter right now what happened to her, right? Until we find her, we're not gonna know until we find her, right? So when I when I read this, my wife's missing. There's this hole that he says this is where she could possibly be. We need to check. Why why aren't like why doesn't anybody actually do it? So we 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 actually say like let's go do this, let's go do this, but nothing actually actually ever gets done. So you can't ever close up a lead. What's that? How hard it was to get a guy just to come out and fly Just a come out and do a drone, an aerial view. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what, yeah. I, mean, that's what I told her. I was like, why don't we have a drone fly this? I mean, fly the areas where they think or right. might right. have thought or right. whatever. Right. Do something. Right, right. There's a lot of, it, 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 it continues, it continues with a lot of theories, hearsay, or we never actually... And close it lead is just constantly one of those things that we shelve, and then the next lead comes on, and then next thing you know, you look at the shelf and you got 40 to 50 different theories. You have a uh, everything's on the Google account, right? Yes, okay. So, what we can do is there's a way to share that, and we'll figure that out and have you message it and send it my way, and we'll figure out how to share it. Yeah. That way I can just jump, go into the account and start. Yeah, so you can it. just go in and just right. take whatever you need. Because in all honesty, I don't need all this crap. And I don't know what... I won't delete anything because I don't, don't know, know what's going to be needed. Right. Um, messages between them I how, have. How did, get, how did you get these messages? You wouldn't believe how many people send me. Like what? what is it that... I think I'm the only one that reports to the cops. Okay. <laughs> So, and, and if all else fails, I'll just give my username and password. Okay. And so, I don't do that to anybody. Appreciate because <laughs> my shit has all been taken. I've even accused her of thinking that she was in my accounts taking shit, and, yeah. and it wasn't.
Now, you've looked at Brittany's Facebook accounts, right? Yes. Okay, so here's a question I have for you. Um, was Ashley living here when you had those Facebook, Facebook accounts? When did you send that? In the very beginning. Oh, you no, sent you, I sent, yes, you sent yeah. it to her? Yeah. Okay, so just sent, just sent it to, it to you. Yep. She Ashley had that from John. Did Ashley give that to you? So you... No. to me from Ashley. Some was also who gave me Eric's Google accounts at one time from Ashley. I okay. have... So you got I have the Facebook copies. account that gave it to her. And is that the the Facebook uh, God something? Or, uh, God's plan, yes. God's plan, right? I have pictures, I believe, that were from Brittany's phone of where she took pictures like this of every single one of her accounts. Uh, on paper? Yep. Okay, I have those pictures, but... Um, you have all of them pictures? I have I have a lot of pictures. I don't know if it's okay. all of them, and so when I look at what you have, yeah. I can cry. You want to make sure compare. you... Because you can, you know, you can back up into them accounts and, and back date. Mm-hmm. Maybe she texts something or messaged somebody or... We okay. all know that Ashley's got an account and deletes whatever the fuck she wants yeah, to she delete. So, so here's my question. So going back to you get the accounts because accounts are forwarded to you from yep. Jessica. Jessica gets the accounts from because Ashley was the one who accessed it. So Ashley provided it to trickle down to here. Yeah, I even sent it one to, I sent um, Brittany's Facebook account to also Chris McKeever. I want okay. to make sure that okay. two people had them okay. additionally, just yeah. in case. So, from there, does Ashley start living with you after you get your hands on the Facebook account? Yes. Okay. You're closer ends with Kim. Kimmy? Kimmy, right. I didn't... Or STEM, right? Kimmy STEM? Yes. Okay. Yes, but when Ashley was here... I didn't know Kimberly. Oh, you hadn't known No, her I knew her mom, April. And I guess now, um, Kimmy and Ashley, like, are for, I don't, I don't know. I guess they're best friends. I have no clue. Oh, Kim uh, Stemmons? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so. They were Ashley. just living in a camper together, and their camper got taken. Okay. Uh, it's, it's messed up. That's what I did, yeah. Yeah. But they were, living, they were living in a camper together? Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Today, she didn't meet up with me, but one question I was going to ask her, on her. Um, was I was told, and I've already confirmed with Jessica, that uh, no one in my, from, from my record, or who I've spoken with, no one has actually seen Ash or Brittany's bank account statements to see if there's any transactions or movement. Or uh, Ashley has, because that's who gave them to me. So you have bank account statements? I have, um, uh, yes, I sure do. I have uh, screenshots of them, yes. And does it show the date? Have you seen, have you looked at it to yep. see what, was there any activity after yes. the 30th? Yes. Oh, yeah, there's two. Marathon gas station, it was used as a debit on the 5th of December. Okay, 5th of December? Yes. Okay, okay, that I need to find right now. So okay, I... Also, you going through, there is a Netflix account that was started. Now, you have to have a credit card to start Netflix, correct? Debit card, so I have a okay. debit card clinked to mine. So they used, the, they used her debit card, but this was months after. It, it might have even been a year after. I've got, I've got a screenshot of it. Um, 
I'm looking at what you had sent me. So December 20th. Brittany's inbox, zero new messages, purchase notifications. Yep. Purchase notifications. So on December 15th, purchase notification from Brittany's inbox. Mm -hmm. That's a Walmart card. Right. No. I think it's a... What one's that? This is the money card I just read. This is the pre annual privacy policy. Notice that the okay. email there. Well, swipe, swipe again. Okay. And it was used as a debit, not a credit. So they had to know her pin. Correct. Okay, so how do uh, how do we get this? Um, I got that from Ashley. Problem with this is can't do anything with this and here's why there's no name there's no oh, account I got, number I, I got one with her name on it I sure do and my account number so she did inmate phone call 40 bucks inmate mm -hmm. purchase 40 or 10 bucks on the 28th yeah who's she sending that to Prison. inmate phones oh, oh Zach. 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 It was Zach it was Zach okay yeah. on the 28th but weren't them refunded 10 and, 10 and 40 oh yeah okay that's what she said. so what that's date what she was that to, uh, the 28th what date was that 28th, refunded 28th. that was that was because I, I remember her messaging i want to say it was sheldon about how she's getting there she's waiting for them to refund her still so it was after she'd already been missing then that they refunded her yeah no, that was on the 28th okay so on the 30th or on the second the 20 dollars gas transaction at marathon petro where is that at right um right when you're going outside of town mm -hmm. Last place has that anybody, they sent her has anybody contacted Marathon? Yeah. Who? Gas station. I have not. No, but that's a great. That's a, that's a good idea. So shoot, missing the thirtieth was it Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay, what day was that? Was the second, right? Or the? No, oh, second. Yep. I thought it was the fifth. My bad. So that was the second. Is that Sunday? Right. Uh, December second, two thousand eighteen. Yeah, it would, it would never. I'm just. I'm trying to think about if a gas station when they post the the transaction. Sometimes it pens maybe for a day or like or, or maybe like a day. We should go to. We should go to the gas station. I don't okay, this money card yeah, is yeah. a green dot card actually. Yeah. It says right, right there. It's a green dot. Okay. Um, so who's giving you this? This is again this from Ashley. From, this was from Ashley. I'm saying that's not all Brit's numbers, because, mm -hmm. I mean, I've got all of them. When you say those aren't all Brit's numbers, go back to it. What do you mean? Okay. On the numbers listed, mm -hmm. what they listed from, from Boost, correct? Yep. Okay. Because um, you got this list from with Christina McKeever, right? No, I got that from Boost. Right, but when Christina was with you. Yeah, from yes. the Yes. Okay. Her, and then... um. I know I have it somewhere. Okay. Um, it goes along with that one that you're wanting. Um, it it's farther on down. I want to say months after, but a Netflix account is started as well under that same damn card. Okay, is it started or is it? Okay, when you start that, when you no, it's it says start. It says Netflix start. Or Netflix, uh, uh, purchase net day or something, or like, something that, yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, let's grab that receipt real quick. Yep. Well, it looks like a. I have. It looks like it's been on their account, their online account, mm -hmm. and they take a screenshot yep. of it. 
But the problem with it is, does it show anything from I have as far it. as account activity? Is, is, is it identifying it to being Brit's account? So even if we knew it was Brit's account, the problem is still going to be right. linking it to Brittany. The only way you could possibly do something like that where it could be unreasonable for it to happen is if you look at Brittany's account and you see the same withdrawals and the same transactions, then we could say there's probably like a pattern. Or does Ashley know that she sent yeah, that? Yeah, she's in prison. Does a so you you got that or who Jessica? I'm sorry, Ashley gave you that receipt, right? Yes. How did did she give you that receipt along with all the other Facebook stuff that? She downloaded. Oh, let's just see. Because how does she get into the checking account or the the the, the bank account? Because she steals everybody's she steals shit. Everybody's shit. That's all that she is. She's not really a hacker. Like she's taking classes now. You know, afterwards she she's she's or she's online shit. But she is all she is is, is a thief and she steals people's shit and she she's good at it. She gets in it and she takes it. She she's like, I'm, I'm I'm living proof. She she got three of my accounts. She took over my daughter's <laughs> agent I created for her, for God's sake. I got the pings. Oh, where she was at? Yep. Uh, where did those pings come from? Um. Like who gave them to you? Ash, these are all from Ashley. How does Ashley know where the pings are? I have no clue. Damn phone. That would be my guess. How did you get the ping? Um. Well, how did she have the SIM cards? Yeah, she admits that she had the SIM cards. Mm -hmm. I have that. Where did she admit that? I sent that to you too, but that, uh, it's. I have that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she admits that she has got British. She and admits. Does she think she has it? See, that's no, the difference. She no, she has it. But yeah, I that's right. I'm, I'm still scrolling. Go ahead. I'll look for that way. You could look for that. Jeez, I'll wait. That, this one I know you have, James, but. Hey, I've got messages even in here, her going off on me, stating that. I don't even know how many people will go down if she mm -hmm. actually tells the truth. Mm -hmm. I've seen that too. Straight from Ashley. Um. She made that post pretty viral. Mm -hmm. What did she say? She said that um, if she tells the truth, then uh, I don't even know how many, I, I don't understand, don't know how many people that will actually go down for this. That's what Ashley says. If she is completely honest about it, there's going to be more than what everybody, which more than likely there probably will be. All they can say is it's huge. I need the, yeah, the receipt. I, I need am, for. I am almost there. For tomorrow. I'm in the um, the maze right now. How desperate are you to use the debit card? Need gas, I guess. And that um, that did not come from Ashley. Them came from Cage. Cage gave you them. Okay. Well. Of course, I never came out here. Yeah. Um. So, speaking of Cage. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, pause on looking for anything. So, I got some. I had some questions. I got to run by. Uh. Okay. Um. So I spoke to Cage. Yeah. And Cage, um, we we strongly believe. I think collectively, I want to speak for you guys, but but that he was in Florida during the time that he that she went missing. Okay. Unless unless somebody can prove otherwise, he's also been looked into and checked by and from law enforcement. Whether we think that they did a good job or not, he, if he has an alibi and he's in Florida, then he's in Florida. As much as that he might not be a good guy or a bad dude um, or whatever. You know, even if he wasn't in Florida, I don't feel like I, I don't think he was involved. That's Last time he said to me, I saw her, it was when I 
we broke up. Did we talk after the fact? Yes. Did we chat? Yes. But we were done at that point. I know that they got back together off and on, but I'm going to ask you, did, do you have anything other than maybe what you've heard that shows that he's here during the time that she goes missing? So I was when I was talking to Cage, he had mentioned me needing to talk to Kim Stem. And that Kim Stem was going to tell him more, but she was frightened and she was scared for, and I don't know what the reasons were. He, he, he didn't understand, but he just said that she was going to share more and that I should talk to her. She could share a lot. Now, in your opinion, does she have anything that is concrete or that, that is, that, that should be looked into? Like, for example, you show me the debit transaction if of you her. you are thinking, it depends on how you want to take this case. If you want to take it as she was trafficked, go to Kimberly. You think that she was killed, OD'd, she's somewhere out in the woods in the ditch or wherever. No, don't go to Kimberly. Um, I can give you right what Kimberly has for bones that she swore that she, and I have the whole. I guess from, from your perspective, from where you sit, because you've done some investigative work on this, in your opinion, when you look at what Kim has to share or say, is there any meat in it, if you know what I mean? Is there anything that you can sink your teeth on and say, there's actually, okay, that could be something. That there could be something there. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I believe that anybody, there could be something sure. there. Sure. Right. Anybody. Right. A stranger off the street could say something and it clicked. Uh, oh, my gosh. Just like what example. What he, mm-hmm. We need to do with the phone, you know? Mm-hmm. To, I can't rule her out to say that she don't know anything. Mm-hmm. But I I don't, no, I don't think that she, she knows what exactly happened. Okay. No. So the, the next thing Cage tells me is about this debit card and how it was used a day or two after Brittany goes missing. So he's well, accurate he with right. that. He's right. And he also says that he, because he asked me, do you know about the debit card and cell phone? And I said, no, tell me about it. He said her debit card was used a couple of days after she went missing. And I said, okay, how do you know that? And he said, stem. And that there's also a cell phone that's still around what's a cell phone what's that what is a cell phone britney's cell phone what's the cell phone though what, what kind, of phone? kind of phone is it it's supposedly her phone that's all he yeah. told me so now the next we can't believe everything cage says let me no let me tell you. no but then yeah. the next thing he brought up is he said write these names down and he gave me one of them was yours mm-hmm. and he said the phone and the debit card including the sim are at your house here my house here no 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 <laughs> okay so I, i'd give it to you if i had that yeah no actually it already been given to the police so was ashley unless ashley has it here that's what you need to ask him um because cage lived here with kimmy oh so after ashley okay after ashley okay uh, why do you think Kimmy why do you think, was here for Kimmy was here for eight months? Why do you think Cage would say that the phone why the debit would card Cage her? say that when Chuck gets out of jail he's gonna find my dog dead and me dead in the in the basement with a bullet in my head? <laughs> but <laughs> that's Cage. <laughs> but specifically with like why do you think it has anything to do with Kim? If because they were dating, you're saying right? Basically, yes. they were a couple. So, do you think? Do you say money? Money. Okay. Does Kimberly maybe have the phone? 
Well, if she's dating Cage, Cage is the one that's giving me the information. And um, Cage is the one that's... I, I can... I'll get that phone. I I think I know which phone, maybe... Or is it? Is it here? No. Oh. It's, is it when... It's, it's with Kimberly. Look, I can get Kimberly... Um, can Kimberly talk to him? I wish I knew what kind of phone, though, or what phone, or what type of phone that, that uh, he's referring to. The only thing I care about is if it's Ashley's or if it's Britney's, right? So if it's not, if it's not what Britney's is, that's what I mean. Like right. I want to know what kind type of because we'll we'll track that some bitch down. Right. Yeah. I'd like to talk to Kim. So I know you already dropped a line to her. Kim, he messed her again. Yeah. Let me call her. <laughs> yeah, he went off on her. Oh. Okay. So so, is that the first time you've ever heard that? With what? The phone being here? Yeah. Yeah, that's the first time I heard that. That's the first time I heard uh, that, too. Supposedly Britney's phone's here. And the debit card that was used for that transaction. On the... the really? Website. Yeah. That's what Cage said. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He's uh, like, the, I'm gonna, this is bullshit. Like, I'm going to pause for a second. You should rush him? Yeah. Just for you showing my back. Yes. According to Valerie... Kim and Ashley had been living together in a camper recently. This information shows me an established relationship between the two, something that we really hadn't been sure of until now. Valerie continues sharing information with us when she begins to share a story with me that Eric S. had shared with her. She says that Eric described a portion of a nearby river he called the Black Hole. What I gather is that it's a section of the river that's much deeper than other areas. Valerie says Eric tells her his theory is that Brittany's remains could be found there. This catches my attention, not only because we haven't heard many theories from Eric, but because I wonder how and why Eric came to this conclusion. Valerie describes to me in some detail where this part of the river is. Now. As I'm sitting there, listening to this, I find myself trying to wrap my mind around why it is that people talk about all these theories. Bridges, barrels, waterways, trailer parks, abandoned houses, bars, motels. The list goes on and on. But no one ever actually acts on their theory. So many of these theories could be thrown out if people would just take the time to follow up on things. Check things out. Words are nearly meaningless without intent and follow through. Valerie mentions how Ashley had shared all of Eric S.'s account information with her. I assume this means his Google accounts, since we heard Ashley admit to Rockford that she took over his Google account. This means Ashley has now shared Eric's Google account information with Valerie, Jessica, Rockford, and myself. Who else has she shared it with? This seems ironic to me since we heard in the last episode that Rockford, the PI, made every attempt to get Ashley's information, pleading with her to hand over what she had so he could proceed with his investigation. She would either flat out refuse these requests or ignore them. But it seems clear to us that she has no problem handing over other people's account information and private photos. This visit to Valerie's gave me the opportunity to ask addressed the accusation Cage made about Valerie having Britney's phone and debit card. The answer was no. 
Valerie says the items are not in her possession, and unless Ashley hid one or both of them in her home while living there, she doesn't have these things. Our discussion brings up a piece of information we hadn't explored before. I crouch next to the chair Valerie is sitting in as she leans in to show me a screenshot of Brittany's bank transactions for the days leading up to and just following her disappearance. She tells me this screenshot came from Ashley. I skim over the dates. I see a few transactions before she disappears. But when I see a transaction on December 2nd for $20 at the Marathon gas station near Walmart in Sturgis and one for $10.99 on December 16th for Netflix, it seems likely to us that the Netflix transaction is a reoccurring monthly charge. But the gas... That interests me. This is a lead we could chase. But was this gas transaction made on December 2nd? Or did it just post on December 2nd? The time with Valerie and Chet went well. Though my brain is kind of swimming in bits and pieces of information. And keeping them on track was sometimes a challenge. Since plan A doesn't seem like it's going to come into fruition because I still haven't heard back from Kim. I move on to plan B and met with Valerie and Chad. After we leave their place, I make sure to check my phone, still hoping Kim would come through. Nothing. Not a call. Not a text. You see, this is the shit I don't understand. Just do what you say you're going to do. We're moving on to plan C. Visiting the woman who Zach Kaner set me up with. She agreed to speak with me about being sexually assaulted. Next time on Hide and Seek. And that's how I woke up, okay? So basically they had pulled my underwear and my um, my leggings up at the same time. Yeah. And, and, and just called it good. And when I realized my pants, I know pretty much what happened. I said, I said why would you let him leave? Did you, did you not hear what I just said to you? And he's like, Kristen, I think maybe you're just overreacting. No, motherfucker, I'm not overreacting. Like, when I went to bed, I wouldn't even go to bed. I was on the bed talking yeah. to Aaron. yeah. Like, I, I just hope that you really know, like, I'm not here to create enemies with anybody. Like, I'm here to figure out the truth, but if, if that ruffles some feathers and makes some people upset, then so be it for the sake of finding out what happened. Can we agree on that? The fucking night that she goes missing, this guy leaves a voicemail saying, you're not going to like my next move, like... Not only the night, James, that was less than five minutes after she was last ever seen. I'm getting some things done. And now's the closest to the answer that you or I or anybody in this fucking town is gonna ever know. And that's because I fucking care. You think I want to be thinking that her mom is responsible? No, I don't want to think that. If she's done some things that are questionable, then I'm gonna fucking question you on it. 
that's when you get results is when you make people uncomfortable. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Hide and Seek. If you'd like to take a more active role in the Hide and Seek community, come interact with us. Share your thoughts, opinions, and theories in the Hide and Seek Podcast Discussion Group. Find us by searching Hide and Seek Podcast Discussion Group on Facebook. The Hide and Seek Podcast is hosted, produced, audio engineered, and directed by James Basinger. Written, edited, and produced by Sarah Joe. Director of Photography and Editing is Ethan Schatz. Our graphic design is created by Jordan Robinson. <laughs>